Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's time for Daily Devotions. It's Daily Encountering Christ time, guys. Uh, guys, girls, people, children, everyone. And it's a beautiful day. God is good. Um, I don't know where you're at, but where I'm at, it's nice and cool here in the Houston area. Um, and uh, here in the U.S. of A., um, I know that different people listen from different countries um, so far, like Russia, Germany, South Africa, Ireland, which is so awesome to to have different stuff like that um, on here, like different people from all over. Because um, it's great to have a wee bit of Irish people on here. That's such a blessing for us. Um, but anyway... Uh, I thank God for everything he's done. And, you know, it's one thing I've learned is uh, in every situation to be grateful and thankful. Um, I'm learning more and more to be thankful and grateful uh, for everything God's doing. So tonight, day nine, it is Ephesians 6.18. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific request at all times, on every occasion and in every season in the Spirit. And with this, with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. Um, this is out of the Amplified. Usually I, um, my favorite, I will tell you straight up, um, it's because I'm weird, is K- KJV, uh, King James Version. Um is it by far the best in the world? Um, I believe that God leads each person in the direction of a Bible that they need. Um, there's so many different Bibles out there, and I love looking at different translations. Um, I like uh, the the Bible app that I have because I can cross-reference through so many different Bibles, and I can look and see what it says, and... Um, Look in different ways. Now, I wish I was better with Greek and Hebrew. That would be really cool. Uh, one day. But anyways, um, that being said, this is the amplified version of Ephesians 6.18. Now, jumping right into the devotion here. So, we have put, we've put on the whole armor of God. Now what? The last few days, we've been going through the armor of God. We, we've got our sword, our shield, our, our our helmet, our shoes, our belt. We've got the different things that we need. And uh, this is the moment that it hits you that uh, the arm of God has no pants. I'm not for sure why. But anyway, <laughs> um, maybe it's just a big belt that covers everything. Um, <laughs> I, I heard that the other day, um, uh, I don't remember where I heard it at. It's like that moment you realize the, the armor of God does not have pants. I'm like, what? You know, I never thought about that. But anyway, off that rabbit trail, um, 
had a, a teacher that would act like he was uh, pumping a shotgun. I'm like, boom, killed that rabbit. So, um, <laughs> killed that rabbit there. So, First Peter 5, 8 says, The enemy is roaming around seeking someone to devour. This means we need to be constantly powered up and prayed up. We need to be ready at all times. But we don't need to be praying just for us, but for all God's people. And yes, that means everybody. You got to pray constantly. Um, the Bible says to pray without ceasing. And th this is for for protecting you and your family, your friends, and even your enemies. You know that if you could get your enemy saved, how awesome that would be. That if you did what the Bible said and you heaped coals upon them, like it just the, the way you treat them, if you treat them just like super amazing, that it'll heap coals on their head and that God can do more work through that than you could ever imagine. So, we need to pray without stopping. Let's pray without ceasing. Does that need does that mean we need to stay on our knees 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365? No. No, no, no. It means that we need to be in the spirit of prayer. Be in tune with God that we are constantly talking to him. If he's constantly with us or if we want him constantly with us, then what do we need to do? We need to talk to him. We need to be in communication with him. We need to commune with him. We may have armor on, but what good is it if we have no power? And what good is it if we never battle? When's the last time you really prayed for something or interceded for someone? When you, when's the last time you prayed on someone's behalf? When's the last time you really got down on your knees and really prayed? I'm talking about touching the gates of heaven, grabbing on to the hem of Jesus garment type of prayer. I'm talking about beating on the door of heaven, strong prayer. I'm talking about reaching God. I'm talking about shaking the walls of the prison. I'm talking about breaking chain prayer. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit doing something in their life because you're down on your knees praying because they need something. And I hope you can feel what I just felt. I, I, I don't know. Like This is when I need that old organ in the background playing. It just... Oh, man, I tell you, it's it's something when you intercede for someone because, one, you're not doing it on your own. You're being selfless when you're doing something. You are touching the touching God, just like tapping on God's shoulder and, and just trying to get the face of God turned towards that person. Be like, hey, hey, God, my friend over here, my friend over here. Hey, God, God, my friend, my friend. God, God, look at my friend. Look at my friend. It, it's like interceding. Is just oh, it's so much more than what you could ever imagine. You know, and when we 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 need to be in prayer constantly. Why? Because we are constantly in battle. I heard a story years ago, and the short version is: there's two dogs, two dogs fighting in our spiritual life constantly. And you may ask, which one will win? 
the one you feed the most is the one that will win. There is the good and the bad, and they're fighting constantly. If you're watching ungodly TV shows, if you're watching pornography, if you are having ungodly sexual desires, ungodly sexual thoughts, um, if you are partaking in different things that you should not be partaking in, you are feeding that bad dog, the evil dog. You are letting him be nourished and that the good, the the presence of the Holy Spirit dog, that right there we are killing if we are feeding the evil dog. And we can sit there and we can read the word of God, we can pray, and that feeds that good spirit-filled dog constantly. And if you feed the God-man inside of you, it will thrive and win. But if you feed your flesh-man the worldly desires, I'm telling you, TV shows and music, they play so much more a part of your life than what you ever could imagine. I know different people, they listen to different types of music, and they're, oh, it don't have any effect on me. Uh-huh, yeah, sure. You look at psychology tests, and you look at different psychology analysis, and, and you see what music does to people. Even me, back in my worldly days, whenever I wanted to go do something worldly, I list, I've listened to Christian music forever. I've always loved it. I love different genres of music. I know so many different genres of music. But if I was going out to a club or um, if I was going to drink or something like that, I would listen to country music. I'd get my good beer drinking songs on, you know. And if I was going to go do something, if uh, I was going to work as a bouncer at the club, I would be listening to rock music. Just get me hyped up, ready for the night. Um, shows, um, like when you watch certain shows, you allow different things into your life. Now, that's a huge topic that I may um, do a devotion on one day, but not like alongside another devotion. I may do a part two on one of these um, devotions one day and, and go off on, talk about um, what we allow in our homes um, with TV. So anyway, off of that and back onto the devotion here. So how are you going to fight your battle? God has given you the tools. He has given you the strength and perseverance. God has given you a war plan. What will you do? I don't know how much I can reiterate, reiterate this and go over this again and again and again. Your family's lives, your friends' lives, people around you, their lives, your coworkers, their lives, and even your enemies' lives are at stake. Hell is not worth it for your enemy. You may have enemies in your life. You may have frenemies in your life. You may have people that you just cannot stand in your life. Hell is not the answer for them. They need Jesus. And you can only imagine what would happen when Jesus takes that black heart, when Jesus takes that life that was once bound by the chains of sin, and he breaks those chains and sets them free, and now they're on their way to heaven. Could you imagine that? It's so awesome and so beautiful.
You can do this because you are a mighty warrior of God. You are a child of God. You are a child of the King of kings and Lord of lords. And dear Lord God, I ask you right now, I ask that you move, move heaven, move the gates of heaven, move the angels of heaven. Lord, I ask that the Holy Spirit falls down upon each and every person listening to this message right now. Lord, I pray that you just do a mighty, mighty, mighty thing in their lives, in their families, that they feel this. Lord, that they feel not me speaking, Lord, but you, they feel you coming through these airwaves. Lord, I ask that you go through their homes, that you just minister to their lives, minister to their friends and family, Lord, and do a change so much in their life that people around them see it. And if there's anyone out there that is not saved, Lord, I ask that you open their heart up for this right now. And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I ask that you repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from my unrighteousness. I ask that you heal me. Take away all the thoughts, the evil thoughts, the bad. Wash me clean. Wash me white as snow. I invite you into my heart to be my Savior. I ask that you help me walk this road to be a Christian so that I can one day be with you. Lord, I thank you for coming into my heart. I believe you died on the cross, that you rose again, and that you're coming again. I believe you died for me, and you set me free. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you for listening to this. I thank you for each and every one of you. I pray that God blesses you and your family. And always remember that Jesus loves you. I love you. And iron sharpens iron.